Hello and welcome to another rousing edition of Trending Topics with BB. I am your humble host, Brooke Brown, hence the BB. But we are back for an exciting episode. Before I introduce my guest, I want to encourage you, wherever you're listening to this podcast, please leave a favorable rating or comment, particularly out there in Apple Podcast or Stitcher or anywhere where there could be a rating. It helps this podcast be found by other listeners, and I thank you for doing so. Otherwise, uh, for any other updates concerning this podcast, please log on to the official website at trendingtopicswithbbpodcast.com or just Google Trending Topics with BB and all the links from social media to the website will pop up in your search results and you can find information. And along that line, you can order lovely merchandise with the podcast logo. I have gotten a couple orders out there from people that follow this podcast uh, from our wonderful partner at Tee Public. That can be found on the website under the merchandise tab, or if you're on the Tee Public website and search for Trending Topics with BB, you'll see the items that have the logo on it. And thank you so much to those that have ordered some sort of item. All right, well, my guest today on the podcast has been one of my favorites to talk to because she is a badass in the trance music scene as a DJ, as a producer. Uh, She is known as Nifra uh, and also as the queen of trance, a lot of us deem her, uh, but is a wonderful human. And also I just wanted to chat about her career Uh, You will hear a lot about the recent projects, success of her new compilation album, as well as how she got into trans music. And so without further ado, I give you my wonderful chat with Nifra. Well, welcome Nifra to Trending Topics with BB. I appreciate you uh, joining me for the podcast. Um, Hey, how are you? (laughs) Great. Um, Yeah, I wanted to highlight the fact that you have a new mixed compilation out. You were on a state of trance, uh, did the guest mix a couple weeks back. And, uh, but before we get to all of the goodies that have been going on, um, I kind of want to start a little bit with kind of your background. I've been following you for many years in the Cold Harbor family. Um, mm-hmm. I saw you perform with Marcus probably about four or five years ago in Phoenix. Um, and I've been a fan of yours for a while now. And I kind of want to get your background and kind of what, what brought you to trance music and DJing. Oh, uh, well, actually, I started as a little girl. I was just 13 years old when I became completely obsessed with uh, electronic dance music. And it, it was by just watching MTV, you know, and here in Europe, we had a certain, you know, artists that were constantly being played. And that was like ATB, um, Kai Tresset, you know, uh, all these Euro, Euro trans guys. And that's how I fell in love with this music, basically, uh, because it was sometimes it was just instrumental songs and you you just really uh, felt um, the emotions coming out of it. You know, I didn't really need uh, like an acoustic track per se or like like a real instrument track. I could just listen to the electronic composition and I would completely fell in love with it. And um, that what, that's what was uh, so inspiring and just uh, I was just blown away by it. And I started to collect music um, by these artists and later by collecting and discovering more and more artists, I got to uh, Tiesto, for example. 
So it was a little bit closer to <laughs> the style that I actually wanted to play later, much later. Um, and after that was Marcus. And that was it for me. I mean, Marcus's sound, the Colhaber sound was, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, till till this day, it's my favorite sound. And I just absolutely love the, the feel of that sound. And yeah, I uh, first started with production when I was around 16. Just uh, really uh, basic tracks. You know, I, I was alone in my city in the Eastern Slovakia where nobody else was doing what I was doing. I basically discovered everything on the internet and yeah, that's how it started. And later I just uh, went to um, club shows, you know, electronic club shows. It wasn't trance only, it was all kinds of styles and I started to meet people and, you know, uh, also did myself. So that's how it all started. Awesome. And you mentioned uh, early exposure by watching MTV, but did you have access to many, I know being from Slovakia, did you have access to like a state of trance or what was kind of uh, your yeah, that came that, that came later. Uh, once I had internet, you know, I, I think I first got internet when I went to high school. So I was like 15, 16. And that's when the whole thing just opened up for me because till then I was just literally collecting CDs and we were exchanging with friends who also had some collections and we were just burning the CDs and just, you know, that's, that's how it was back then. So um, once there was internet, I could, that's when it all uh, opened up even more for me. And I was discovering so many artists and I was getting inspired um, by so many artists. And you mentioned that like your favorite sound brought you to Cold Harbor. What is it about Cold Harbor and Marcus uh, that has just been great for, for you to collaborate with and become a part of? Well, I was always a big fan of a more progressive, darker sound. And especially the Cold Harbor sound was just a really deep bass lines and just like a really we call it Hoover bass, which is just, it's so huge and, uh, you know, plucky melodies and just a really progressive, uh, you know, beats and stuff. And it's just, when I was listening to all kinds of trends, I loved everything, but when it came to that, when I heard that Hoover bass, I was completely like in another dimension. So I knew that this is what I want to do. This is, this is the sound that I want to, that I want to do. And of course the sound uh, progressed and evolved over the years because this was like, I don't know, 2004 or something, 2005. And now we are 15 years later and yeah, the sound evolved. It's uh, It can be really big room. It can be really driving the Gold Harbor sound. And I love the evolution. I really love how it progressed and we even, you know, play the Gold Harbor stuff on the main stages which is completely different how it was before, but I absolutely love it. I love the progression. Well, one of my favorite collaborations, you you released a track for Transmission in 2015. The, wasn't yeah. it the creation? And you, you collaborated with Marcus, and that's one of my favorite tracks to this day. Kind of talk about 
how that came about because that was one of the highlights of listening to a lot of the sets that year was uh-huh. that was the theme so yeah yeah that was a huge year for me 2015 that was definitely yeah i always think about uh dark harbor period as my breakthrough but when it comes to like actually breakthrough on international scale i think the year 2015 was the year because uh i joined uh smg Schultz Music Group uh, just a year before that and a lot of stuff happened during that time which was actually leading to um, collaboration with Marcus and when when we started to collab on the track um, he was like yeah this is gonna be the transmission theme and I was like what you know (laughs) I mean I'm from Slovakia and I I played transmission uh, a year before or two years no it was actually a year before um in my home country and i'm just so very close to this event just because it's you know czech republic is around the corner czechoslovakia and you know it, we feel like it's it's the same thing you know we still feel that way and uh so having the track being uh transmissions theme was really really huge and uh, I remember when Marcus brought me on a stage <laughs> and I never stood at such a big uh, stage before because that's like 20,000 people. And it was just amazing, really, really amazing. So yeah, this, this year, 2015 was definitely uh, my break, breakthrough year and absolutely huge. So s- since then, um... Is that the same year you started Rebel Radio, um, yeah. your, your monthly series? Oh, how have you seen that grow in terms of the rebels that you know were fans, uh, our name <laughs> of yours? So, how has that grown and, and helped with your career? I uh, used to have a radio show before that called Be Progressed. And that was, you know, I had this radio show for also, I don't even know how many years, like seven years or something. And it's just, it was the beginning when I was, you know, I was not really thinking too much about, you know, the whole group, you know, and my fans, because I was just really like upcoming artist. And then I was like, you know what, I just want to do something else. I want to do something that represents me and my personality and I'm a rebel myself as a woman in this industry you got to be extremely tough and just rebel and just never giving up and so I decided that I want to call this radio show rebel radio and all my fans to call them rebels because it makes complete sense you know and so yeah, that's how how it started and uh, it grew a lot. And uh, yeah, I'm getting so many messages from people like that they're enjoying the mixes and it's it's spreading. So it's it's good to see. I, I've enjoyed listening to them um, monthly because, you know, we have the weekly shows that everybody puts yeah. on. But I like that yours is monthly because you put a lot of thought into what's going on in trance and the different styles. So yeah yeah like i i was thinking about like should i do a weekly show bi-weekly but i just wanted to put really into the mix things that i really really like and that's why it's just 
a monthly one-hour show. And besides that, I'm doing so many other things that I just didn't want to do a, like a, a weekly show. It would not make sense. And it also is a lot of work, trust me. And I'm doing everything myself. I don't have any theme uh, that is actually doing things or like a, somebody's doing radio show or somebody's taking care of that promos I don't have that I'm doing everything myself so just trying to stay busy but not going absolutely insane with all the all the work before we talk about the compilation I, I do want to kind of touch back about something you just mentioned of being like the rebel being a woman in this industry what have what has been like obviously the obvious of being a woman but I think it's great that you're you're kind of breaking strides and you know you a lot of people call you the queen of trance these days <laughs> so what has it been like being part of a boys club because me as a woman I like I think it's great that you're you're doing as well as you are and you keep striving so what has been your motivation going forward being that could be kind of toxic I guess <laughs> uh you know what I was I grew up with uh, male friends. I grew up with my brother. I have two brothers, younger brothers, and I only have cousins who are male as well. Um, and I always had this, this interest in things that were more for the guys. Um, I don't see it like this anymore because I think that everybody should just do whatever they like. It doesn't matter if it's meant for a woman or, or a guy, but, uh, back then, uh, it wasn't like that and and my interests were just so much so different than my female friends and when i was at high school i just found myself just hanging out with the guys more than with the girls because we were talking about computers we were talking about cars and you know and i'm still a super girly girl i love makeup and fashion and all that stuff but i am just i am just i don't know how to describe myself <laughs> Um, and I always have this thing that I just want to, if I do something, I got to be the best at it. And uh, same goes for music and this career. I just uh, just want to continue doing this and try to be the best as I can be. And not just in a female uh, part. I don't care about that. I just want to be on par with, with the male, uh, you know, with the male DJs. And... Yeah, so that's that's what's uh, keeping me going. And uh, I'm just extremely driven and motivated person. I always been like this. I was always very competitive uh, at school as well. And yeah, I just love to just being driven and just do different things. And just uh, like with the compilation, it was just awesome because my label, Cold Harbor Recordings, uh, they approved the idea and I could just work on this whole project uh, myself and like come up with the with the design and how I want things and I, how how I want things to look like and sound like so I'm just a, a control freak <laughs> so um, uh, I don't know if I answered your question <laughs> well you did um, so to kind of segue into the comp compilation I want to congratulate you on being number one on Bport um, for you. compilation so what motivated you to kind of continue the series. I know you had Follow Me released last year in 2019. Um, yeah. And I know this year has just been crazy because it's 2020, but um, mm -hmm. what, is, what has 
been the most surprising thing about releasing this compilation and mainly has it been the that it also kind of coincide with state of trance and also all of us watching your your twitch streams what is what has been kind of surprising about the success of the compilation I think the the biggest surprise was actually last year when the first one came out and I honestly it was a test like we didn't know what to expect um I mean I have a fan base but I just didn't know how it's gonna go down and how people are gonna if people are gonna like it and it was just a huge pressure because I never did something like that before and but I knew that I have a I had a really cool uh tracks for the compilation because I was uh collecting them for like a half a year till I was ready to actually mix it um and the feedback was absolutely amazing and uh yeah the sales and everything so um I was talking to my label and they were like yeah absolutely we're gonna do number two we're gonna do another one next year and yeah let's just do like a yearly yearly compilation just like Marcus had his city series you know um, he hasn't done one in in a couple of years now but um, that compilation was also huge um, I remember when Dark Harbor was on it and it just blew uh, blew out so uh, I knew that compilations even though it's not an artist album can do a lot and it's just something um, that you can add into your how do you say into your yeah resume or how how can I say it um yeah so follow me too was definitely a plan it's just uh, it was a little bit delayed because I wanted it to be out in July just like last year but because of the all the corona stuff it's just everything is delayed these days you know and artists are struggling a little bit with the with inspiration and just everybody's a little bit yeah it's uh, it's quite challenging at the moment, but I'm glad that we um, released it this this month, and uh, the feedback has been absolutely amazing. And uh, within 24 hours, we sold all the hundred uh, signed copies of uh, the CD, which was amazing. I was really shocked, and the support on Twitch, like you said, uh, the Twitch family is absolutely amazing. Every week they are there for the set. <laughs> And it's just so awesome to to talk to my fans because that's the only way at the moment, which is of course sad that this is the only way, but I'm glad we have at least that. Do you think that, I know the, the goal will be once uh, coronavirus ends and everybody can get back to touring, um, you know, that's the goal, but do you also think that you will continue doing sets on Twitch? Or do I think you so. Yeah, what, I think so. And I've, I've noticed that, like, you know, Fishman's been doing them as well, and, and you guys have kind of done some back-to-back -back stuff. Well, will that kind of continue the, the... You guys have collaborated on... One of my favorite collaborations of yours and Fisherman's was Attack um, uh -huh. from last <laughs> year. Uh, so are you guys planning on any more co collaborations going forward? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we are just uh, releasing our collaboration remix, uh, which is also featured on uh, Follow Me Too, uh, we did a remix of Kamaya Painters, which is a huge classic by Tiesto and Beno de Huy from, I don't know, year 2000 or something. And um, so we did that and we're definitely uh, going to work on some more collabs as well. I am starting to work on my artist album, so that would be some something for next year. And I definitely want to have something with Fisherman on it, of course. 
Well, that's exciting. I'm looking forward to the artist album for next year. Um, great. So um, I know recently, like, uh, there was stuff like opening up in Europe, but has it, it's locked down again, correct? Yeah. No, so before that, didn't you uh, announce you had a release party that like sold mm -hmm. out? Is that, did that happen or? I just no, I don't know. There was there was literally we announced it, and I think that four days later, uh, the Dutch government announced that they're going to be closing everything again. So it's not going to happen, and we just decided to cancel it because <clears throat> the tickets were quite expensive for it, um, and we just don't want to keep people's money. Uh, because we just don't know what's going to happen. And it seems like it's not... The Dutch government said it was two weeks, but we don't think it's going to be two weeks. And we just didn't want to postpone it again, since we have another show, like the back-to-back -back show with uh, Fisherman, which is postponed to, ne to next year, also like one-third sold out. And it just doesn't make any sense to to just keep people's money. So we decided to cancel it. Unfortunately, I was really looking forward because it was for 100 people and um, we were planning to stream it as well on Twitch, like a really cool stream. So it's a normal club setting because the club normally holds 600 people. <clears throat> but yeah, it's not going to happen. So I'm at least happy that we did the, the promotional <clears throat> video set from Germany that was uh, streamed everywhere for the compilation. And yeah, we'll just continue with Twitch till things are gonna look a little bit brighter. I wanted to talk about that, like, uh, the, from Germany, your, your stream, cause that seemed really like cool. And I love the aerial shots from the drone footage. What was yeah. it like shooting that? Cause I've seen some other artists kind of do something similar recently. So what, what has been the highlight from releasing that video? Uh, well, just the feedback. I mean, people absolutely love the location. And trust me, it was not an easy location because uh, how high I was, it was we needed like 100 meters of power cable. Um, and there were very narrow stairs where you... I didn't bring anything up because I was the DJ. <laughs> but... Uh, Fisherman was helping to bring the, the DJ booth up and the table and the gear and it was it was not easy and it was extremely exhausting. I was I felt really bad for the guys. But you know, well now when we see the result, we are like, yeah, it was definitely worth it. <laughs> but it was not easy. <laughs> but yeah. It was really cool and I was a little bit scared when I was going up the stairs because it was really narrow and when I was looking down I was getting really dizzy but once I was on the highest deck there it was okay. Yeah I was gonna wonder about the height situation if it how it was to DJ that high up because uh, it, it looked cool but I was just worried about like was that <laughs> if you're afraid of heights that would have been an issue. Um, yeah, just going up the stairs, it was a little bit scary because the stairs were not full. There were like gaps between them and it was just, yeah, I was like when we were going, because we, we knew the location, we did a photo shoot there, but we never went up there. And 
I just did, we, we went there for the first time on the day we were shooting. So I'm like, that's not going to happen. When we were, uh, we were halfway to the top and I'm like, that's not going to happen because it's just super narrow. How the guy, how the hell you guys are going to go up there with all the gear? I'm pretty sure we are not doing it. So we need to find a different spot. But at the end, you know, we just were like, no, we're going to do it here. And that's it. So, yeah. <laughs> and it was also because um, we had to be somewhere where the public couldn't come because that that park is actually like a sightseeing, you know, spot. And people just go there and look around because this is like a old... Uh, coal and steel uh, plant, uh, which was built in 19, uh, yeah, 1901 or something. And basically now it's abandoned. I mean, nothing is happening there, but it's a sightseeing spot and it's uh, very famous here in this area. And we were told like, yeah, we can do this, but uh, nobody is allowed. And we wanted to do a set at this location already one year ago. We were planning that, uh, but we were planning it with uh, with the public. So we would have like we would create like a secret event, and we would shoot it with actual crowd of like maybe two hundred people. But yeah, this time uh, we couldn't do that because of the corona stuff, and so we were only allowed to use the deck which was closed. Uh, for the public well i i think it turned out well regardless of like your changes um so awesome and i will definitely also probably share the link in the description to to that video to make sure that people awesome. uh will yeah. check it out so they know what we're talking about yeah so you mentioned artist album for next year is there any is there any other plans that you can talk about that you're looking forward to or are you just kind of waiting to see what happens with um, events coming back? Um, what, what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to once everything will be open that I can go back to, to touring because I really miss that. Um, you know, in March when it all started, I had, I was supposed to have like a, a North American tour which was completely canceled, of course. And right after that, I was supposed to have so many other shows. I had like 25 shows that were canceled at that time. And it just really sucked. <laughs> I mean, you know, when you have the whole year planned and you know what you're going to do and suddenly it's all gone, like nothing was planned ever and just... I was like, for the first two weeks, I was really depressed because I just didn't know what we're going to do and like, is how long this is going to stay. And, you know, even then people were like, yeah, save the summer and stuff. And yeah, now it even sounds funny. <laughs> save the summer when, uh, yeah, we don't know if next summer is going to happen. So um, I'm just looking forward to be back on tour and and to meet my fans again and yeah, just party with people in front of me. And I, I was lucky because I had two shows uh, in the summer 
um, one in Slovakia, which was a boat party, <clears throat> and one in Poland. And I had more offers for Slovakia and also Czech Republic, and everything got canceled because of the how bad the situation got. So, yeah, I'm I'm not even thinking about shows at this very moment because I just want the whole thing to clear and just once we know what is happening, then then I can start to look forward to things again because at this moment is more disappointment. Understood. But I, I'm glad that we do have Twitch because yeah. uh, it's been nice to see everybody kind of uh, join on Twitch from all over the world. No, absolutely. I, I was so new to the streaming world. I mean, I did some sets here and there on YouTube, but it was, it was just different. And just figuring out the whole Twitch thing and how things work and how you what kind of camera you need, how to set it up, uh, all these things, you know, it was just really stressful at the beginning. Like I was so new to this, but now we figure it out and uh, we love streaming. Absolutely. And like I said, it's the highlight of the week uh, every Thursday when I have my stream, for example, and I can just chat with people and just seeing them in the chat room and talking. It's fun. It's really fun. I'm I'm really glad for this because this is definitely saving a lot of a lot of us from being way too depressed. Yeah, I agree. I I think it's been great. I wasn't I've been around on Twitch for years, but not until recently mm-hmm. when everybody joined and music became so prevalent on mm-hmm. Twitch that I've been um, uh-huh. popping in. So it's been great. Um, before we go, because uh, I don't want to take up too much of your time, I do want to talk about. Do you have any advice for maybe anybody that will listen to this that may be thinking about getting into DJing or producing in the future that may be, um, you know, apprehensive? I know, you know, with times right now, it's uncertain, but do you have any advice for those based on what you've experienced going forward? Uh, my, my own experience was that at the beginning, uh, I got a lot of hate and just people were just trying to put me down because I was a woman so for me it was definitely different from I would say a guy who is starting you know as a woman it's it's so much different and um, but I think the same thing goes for everybody is that you don't get discouraged you know uh, if this is what you really want to do and this is your life I dedicated my life to this then just go for it and just give it your everything, you know, and just uh, never get discouraged by by people trying to put you down or saying things are not possible. Because if you work hard enough, uh, everything is possible. Great. Well, thank you, Nefra, for joining me. Um, I appreciate it. I've been wanting to talk to you for a while. And I know, like I said, I'll put some links in the description for the video that we talked about, as well as your compilation for those who haven't checked it out to to pick up a copy. But um, other than Twitch on Thursdays after a state of trance, uh, where can people find you on social media? Uh, they can find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Nefra, Instagram.com slash DJ Nefra, Twitter.com slash Nefra, uh, YouTube.com slash DJ Nefra, and all these, uh, I'm everywhere. <laughs>
Well, awesome. Well, thank you again for joining and I'm looking forward to what the future holds for you as well as the Cold Harbor family. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.